What's up, guys, and welcome to the Underground Student Podcast. We are so glad that you are tuning in with us. Make sure you join us on Wednesday nights at 645 at Riverside Community Church. Make sure to like, subscribe, and share with your friends. We can't wait to see you guys. Enjoy. All right. How many of you played shoots and ladders? All right. How many of you know who can tell me how to play shoots and ladders? How do you play? Yep. From what you spend, right? Yeah. So basically, you see you have chutes and ladders, and you go the spaces of where you get spent. So she just got, what, five. She just went five spaces. And the goal of this game is to get to the last box before before somebody else. Basically, you want to get to the last box before somebody else does. And in there, there's ladders, there's chutes. You can climb higher. You can go lower. And it's just a game of mystery. You never know. It's a game of luck, in my opinion. You never know who's going to win. So legit, they're just going to play this game. And when you're done, just stay there. Don't move until I tell you to, all right? But I love this idea of this game. And when I was thinking about games with God, Michael actually inspired me. Pastor Michael inspired me. He said this a couple weeks ago in his message. And I was like, shoots and ladders. That is a perfect game for an illustration and a message and for the series that we're coming up with because we're talking about games with God. And I believe that this game represents our life. It represents your life. And what do I mean by that? I mean in, in our life multiple times, there's going to be different times in our life where there's going to be climbing seasons. There's going to be ladder seasons. What do I mean by that? There's going to be seasons where you're just, you're just going, going the distance. Man, life is great. School is awesome. Your grades are perfect. You have an amazing friend group. Your family is awesome. Everything's going the way it should. But then after some high seasons, some climbing seasons, there's going to be some shoot seasons. There's going to be some falling seasons. And what do I mean by that? I mean maybe your life isn't going to go so well. Maybe you're going to hit one of those slides and you're going to go all the way back down to the bottom and you're going to be like, man, how did I get here? Why am I here? And you're going to hit the shoots. And I love this game because, like I said, it represents our life so much and the struggles that we face. Because every year people like to say, and I think I spoke this a year ago, people like to think a new year brings no challenges. It brings no difficult seasons. It doesn't bring anything else. But a new year will always bring new struggles. A new year will always bring difficult seasons. And this game represents that so well. And so I want to give you a, a man in the Bible. Who knows who Paul is? Who's heard of Paul? All right, if you don't know who Paul is, I want to talk about Paul for a second. So Paul is, is a dude who, uh, his first name actually was named Saul. He was named Saul in the Bible, and he used to kill Christians. All right? He used to kill people like you and me. All right? I would be dead if, if Saul was here because he doesn't like it when people do this. And so he would go around killing people for believing in Jesus and for representing the gospel and for, and for teaching about what God did and what Jesus did. He one day was on the road to Damascus. He was, he was walking with his buddies, his crew. He was walking on the road to Damascus, and all of a sudden Jesus just came and surrounded him, right, blinded him, ended up getting his attention saying, hey, bro, I need you to look at me. I need you to focus because you're distracting. And basically... He ended up getting his attention, and he changed his name from Saul to Paul, and Paul ended up going and writing majority of the New Testament, majority of what we read in the Bible right now, and God changed his life. But I, I, I say that because I love what it says in 2 Corinthians 11, 24 through 28. This is what it says. Hey, shh, listen to this, all right? You got to listen to me while you're playing, all right? 
I know it's distracting. 2 Corinthians eleven twenty four through 28 says this, and this is Paul speaking right here. He said, five times I received at the hands of the Jews the 40 lashes. Three times I was beaten with rods. Once I was stoned. Three times I was shipwrecked. A night and a day I was adrift at sea on frequent journeys in danger from rivers, in danger from robbers, dangers from my own people, danger from the Gentiles, danger in the city, danger in the wilderness, danger at sea, danger from false brothers, in toil and hardships, through many sleepless nights, in hunger and thirst, often without food, in cold exposure, and apart from other things, there is the daily pressure on me of my anxiety for all the churches." Oh my gosh, that is a lot of things that Paul had to go through. This dude had a hard and terrible life. Can we agree on that? Like, I don't know about you, but I wouldn't want to be shipwrecked. I wouldn't want to be beaten and lashed, lashed on. Like, this dude had a hard life. And I can't believe that some of us in this room, if we're being honest, we can relate to Paul's life. Maybe we can't relate to ex exactly what he went through, because I'm sure none of you have been shipwrecked at sea. I don't know if anybody of you have been shipwrecked. Has anybody been shipwrecked at sea? You're lying, so put your hands down. I know you haven't. None of us have been shipwrecked. But Paul was. He was shipwrecked, and he went through multiple beatings. He was in prison. He had lashes put on him, which basically means they take, like, a rope, basically, and just whip you over and over again. This dude went through so many terrible things. But the thing that I love about Paul's story, and I want some of you to be encouraged by this, is Paul suffered, but he never submitted and I want you to think about that for a second if you're listening. And if you're taking notes, I want you to write that down. Paul suffered, but he never submitted. And what do I mean by that? He never submitted to the suffering that he was going through. See, the thing that Paul was going through in his life, whether he was in prison, whether he was shipwrecked, whether he was being beaten or whipped or lashed, whatever it was, Paul never submitted to those things. He never said, well... This is all my life is going to look like. This is all that I'm going to end up doing. This is all my life is going to be. He never did that. He never gave up and threw in the towel. He never stopped playing the game. He never stopped playing the game. He picked himself right back up, and he kept playing the game that God had put in front of him. He knew what his mission was. He knew what he had to do. See, I love what it says in Psalms 23, 4. It says, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. See, Paul knew this. He knew that God was with him. He knew that he was going to be with him through the shoot moments. And he knew he was going to be with him through the latter moments. He knew that he was going to hold his hand in every season and every area of his life. Isaiah 41, 10 through 13 says this. Hey, make sure you're all still listening. Make sure you're listening. Isaiah 41, 10 through 13 says this. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Behold, all who are incensed against you shall be put to shame and confounded. Those who strive against you shall be nothing and shall perish. You shall seek those who contend with you, but you shall not find them. Those who war against you shall not be, be as nothing as for all. For I, the Lord your God, hold your right hand. It is I who say to you, fear not, I am the one who helps you. See, God is with us every single step of the way. And see, that's why I love this game. And see, these guys are playing right now, and nobody's won. They're still playing. But I love this game because I'm sure, has anybody gone down a, a shoot yet? Bella did? 62 to 19. She just went all the way back, basically back down to the beginning. But see, Bella, did you stop playing? Are you still playing? 
unfortunately, but you want to try to still win, right? That's a six. I'll give you a six. And you just went up the ladder. See, I love this game because I think in life, Bella went down a chute. She basically was already almost about to win. She was in the lead, and then she went all the way back down to the beginning. But see, the thing that Bella doesn't want to do, she's still playing the game. Look, she's still going. She may not want to, but she still wants to participate. She still wants to play the game no matter what. And see, I think that's the same thing in what Paul was doing, is he knew that no matter what happened, no matter how many times he went down a slide, no matter how many times he got knocked down in life, he chose to keep going. He chose to keep playing. He chose to keep doing what God had called him to do. And see, it's the same thing in your life, and it's the same thing in my life. Many of us were facing struggles. Many of us were facing difficulties at home, difficulties in our life, and in in, in maybe in our, uh, our, our parents' life and, and in our school life. We're, we're going through all these different struggles. But some of us, some of you, have chosen maybe just to give up and stop playing the game that God has put in front of you. See, we need to teach ourselves that mindset. See, I'm sure when any of you play a game, think about any game that you play. What's the objective? To win, right? The objective isn't just to give up when things get hard, and if you do that, then you're probably a sore loser, but the objective of the game is to win the game, and so you're gonna do whatever you can to win the game. See, I believe that's the same mindset we need to have in our life. That no matter what comes against us, no matter what we deal with, we're going to keep playing the game. We're going to keep trying. We're going to keep working at it. And see, many of you, many of us, and I'm speaking for myself too, we don't have the persistence to do that. And what I, I, when I thought of that persistence, I was like, what's the definition of perseverance? Per- persistence. And I looked up the definition of perseverance, and I thought this was perfect. And encur- this, could, this encouraged me, and I'm sure this can encourage somebody else. But persistence is doing something despite difficulty or delay in achieving success. How many of us in here like failure? Exactly. What is right? How many of us like failure? How many of you like to fail? You're playing basketball, and you just want to fail. You want to fail that math test. You want to fail school. You want to fail Boy Scouts. You want to fail anything that you do. How many of us like to do that? You're lying to me. None of us should like to fail. If you like to fail, we need to have a conversation because that's not a thing that you should be liking. None of us like failure. We want to win. I'm sure everybody at this table want to win. You just won? Yeah, you have to get it, you have to get it one. Yeah, you have to get it exact. Wow, getting real heated up here. But I love this definition. Persistence is doing something despite difficulty or delay in achieving success. Shh, calm down. I want to, I want to tell you this. Persistence leads to success, but surrender leads to delay. If you're taking notes, write that down. P- persistence leads to success, but surrendering leads to delay. See, many of us, we don't have persistence. So if you don't like failure, if you don't like failing, then what do we need to do to reach success? We need to be persistent. We need to learn to pick ourselves up. We need to learn to continue stepping in whatever God has for us. We need to learn to get back up on our feet and say, you know what? This might be a hard season of my life right now, but I'm gonna keep going. 
I'm going to keep striving for what God has for me. I'm going to keep doing what God has for me. Because see, a lot of us, I think our natural instinct is just to surrender and give up. But the thing that I've learned about surrendering is that surrendering just leads to delay. Delay to success. Delay to the future that God has for you. Delay to the blessing that God wants for you. Delay to anything else that he wants to bless you with or give you. And I don't think any of us, we want to be delayed in success. We want success now. We want success here. We want success right now in this moment. And see, God doesn't want you to surrender. God doesn't want you to give up. God wants you to be persistent and keep going. Isaiah 40, 29 through 31 says this. Shh, hey, listen. Play it quietly. Isaiah 40, 29 through 31 says this. He energizes those who get tired, gives fresh strength to dropouts. For even young people tire and drop out. Young folk in their prime stumble and fall, but those who wait upon God will get fresh strength. They spread their wings and soar like eagles. They run and don't get tired. They walk and don't lag behind. See, many of us, I think we're lacking strength to keep going. And see, many of you, I don't know if you believe in Jesus or you really follow after God or you really have a relationship with him, but my encouragement for you, if you're lacking strength and you're lacking the ability to know what's next or lacking the ability to keep going, this, ver this verse tells us exactly what we need to do. It says God will energize those who get tired. I'm sure many of us in this room can say we're tired. Sometimes I'm tired on a Wednesday night and don't even want to be here. That's how tired I am. But God will energize those who are tired. He will give strength to the weak. He will give strength to us so that we can run and not get tired. I would love to run a marathon and not get tired. I would love to run a mile and never get tired. And see, for many of us, I believe the last two years has been hard. Shh. The last two years, you better be. The last two years, I believe, for a lot of us has been hard. I don't know what some of you have gone through. I don't know what some of you have dealt with. I don't know what some of you are struggling with. But my encouragement for you is that we keep going in 2022. See, that's why the title of my message is New Year, New Struggles. Because every year, every, every year that we step into, there's gonna be new challenges. There's gonna be new struggles. There's gonna be things that you deal with. There's things that you're gonna walk through. But my question is, are you standing back up and are you relying on God to give you the strength to keep going? Because I believe some of us, we don't do that. Some of us, we just choose to give up. Some of us, we just choose to fall short. Some of us, we just choose to just submit to the failure. Submit to what's going on. Are we all right over here? Oh my gosh. I love that. <laughs> it sucks for you. Now, shh. This is the first time I've ever given a message with people on the stage, so I'm trying not to be distracted. But, David, just win already, all right? Come on, you need one more. All right, as I begin to close, and we're going to end early, but I want to encourage you. Did somebody just say thank you? Oh, I was about to say, I'm coming out there and I'm going to just. I'm just kidding, not going to do that. I want to encourage you with this. Don't worry, we got small groups after this, y'all. Don't you worry. I want to encourage you with this. Falling doesn't mean failure. Falling means favored. 
I heard that. No, I like this idea. Falling doesn't mean failure. Falling means favor. And what do I mean by that? See, I think the culture, this generation, our generation, it's encouraged and it's basically said, yo, if you fall, you failed. You're a failure. If you fall in, you're a failure. That's not what that means. I believe falling, when we fail at something, when, when we're walking through some struggles, when we're walking through a difficult season, falling means we're favored. Because that means God is looking at us and he's going, man, I believe that they are marked out for greatness. And see, but the thing that I want to do in their life is I want to challenge them before they can get to where I have them because I need them to grow a little bit. I need them to grow in a certain area. And see, so when we fail, when we fall, it's not because you're a failure. No, it means God has something for you. He just wants to grow you into something even greater. And I think that's where many Christians, many people, we fall short because we think if we're failing, we're failing God. If we're failing, we're falling short. That's not what that means. God wants you to know that you're favored, and when you fall, you're not a failure. Actually, he wants you to keep going. He wants you to keep growing. He wants you to keep getting better. See, God is trying to get some of your guys' attention. Like I said, he wants to challenge you. He wants to grow you. And I hope he grabbed my prayer this year is that he would grab your attention in this room and that you would listen and that you would allow him to change your life. Because I can tell you that in this moment, in this half hour that I talk every single Wednesday night is a moment that can change your life forever if you allow him to. I love what 1 Peter 1, 6 through 7 says. Isabella one, see I told you, that's, a, all right, that's an illustration right here, I'm not even gonna read First Peter yet, all right. So Bella, you were at 62, went all the way down to 19, in last place behind everybody else, and you still won, right? Okay, this is perfect, God is speaking right now, I'm just gonna say this right now. Bella basically was in last place. She went down many shoots, she went down probably the biggest shoot in the whole game, and she didn't give up because she wanted to try to keep winning, and guess what, Bella, you won, right? You won the whole thing, so congratulations. Yeah, David, you're, you're just terrible at this game. Go ahead, go, go sit back down. And luckily, I can say that to him. You don't get it. All right, go find your seats. Thank you for playing. But that's a perfect representation right there. Bella went all the way back down to the beginning. And she kept playing the game, and she ended up winning. And see, that's what I want to encourage you with tonight. That's my, the whole premise of my message is that no matter what comes against you, no matter what struggles that you're facing, no matter how many times you go down the chute, no matter how many times that you fail, if you keep playing the game, you will eventually get to the success that you need. You'll eventually get to the place that God is calling you. And so, like I said, 1 Peter 1, 6 through 7 says this. I love this scripture verse. Shh. It says, in this, rejoice. Though now for a little while, if necessary, you have been grieved by various trials, so that the tested genuineness of your faith may be more precious than gold than per that perishes, though it is tested by fire, may not be founded to result in praise and glory and honor at the revelation of Jesus Christ. I love the beginning. It says, even though you have been grieved by various trials, it's saying that because we are going to go through trials. We are going to be tested. And the reason we're being tested is because our faith is being tested. Our faith is being tested in a way, are we going to trust God no matter what? See, God is testing your faith through the falling, through the failure. And we need to learn to trust him through that all. 
See, will you remain strong? Will you keep moving forward through the failure? I want to encourage you with this, this one last thing. Don't believe the lie that you have to give up. In 2022, don't believe the lie that you have to get up. Whatever you're working on right now, whatever you're striving towards, keep going. Keep doing what God is calling you to. And if you fall, if you fail, get back up and keep going because eventually, like Bella just did, she won the game. Eventually, you're going to get to that point of success. You're going to get to the point where God is calling you to if you stand up and if you keep playing the game that God has for you. See, God doesn't want you to believe that you have to struggle. God doesn't want you to believe that you have to give up. God doesn't want you to believe that you have to struggle and deal with pain for the rest of your life. God wants you to know that you are favored and that you are going to succeed in life if you just stand back up and trust him. We have a saying here at this church, and it's the best is yet to come. And if you were here a couple years ago, we actually gave out shirts that said it on the back of it. The best is yet to come. And I believe some of you need to know that for your life, that the best is truly yet to come. And so I want to do something real quick for those of us that are listening and for those of us that truly care. And so if that's you, then this moment is for you. If you're not listening and you don't care, I just want you to stay in your seats because you're not going to take this seriously. But on these cards up here, I, ha I have these cards. And actually, I don't even, I forgot pens if I'm being honest. I hope there's pens around here. Yep, people are going to, they're looking. Um, th these cards say, I need strength to get through. And then it just says dot, dot, dot. I need strength to get through. And on these cards, I want you to come get one, and they're going to eventually cut. They're going to, somebody's going to get pens for me, I hope. I think Justin, Justin's looking for pens. But it says, I need strength to get through. And on this, if you're listening and if you're paying attention and you actually are dealing with something in your life that you're like, man, I'm struggling right now. Man, this is hard. And it can be anything. It can be school. It could be, man, my parents. It can be, I'm dealing with some anxiety. I'm dealing with some depression. It can be, I just need help in school. I need strength in school. Whatever it is, whatever you're walking through, whatever you're dealing with, I want you to come up here. I want you to grab one of these. I want you to, you can write it here. You can go back to your seat and write it. But I want you to write on this card what it is that you need strength to get through. And then what we're going to do is there's this bucket up here with pins. And after you're done writing it, I just want you to come and I want you to pin it on this board because basically what I want to do and what I want to give to my leaders is an opportunity to pray for you. Because, see, there's great power in prayer. And, see, whatever you're struggling with, whatever you're dealing with, whatever you put on this card is a chance for us to pray for you. It's a chance for us to say, hey, man, you know what? They need prayer. And we can have the opportunity to pray for you. And then the same thing, I want you to remember what you wrote on that card. And every day, I want you to just begin to pray. I just want you to begin to pray every single day over this. Over what you wrote. Man, God, help me. God, give me strength to fight this. Give me strength to go through this. Give me strength to do what I need to do. God, give me strength. And so I want you to think about what that is in your head. Because I believe that God wants to change that in you. And see, the thing that I love about these moments, and, and I was your age, and I just want to take a second real quick before we do this. I was your age sitting in those seats years ago. I used to come to this youth group, and now I'm the student pastor of this youth group, and it's kind of weird. 
But I was your age, and I sat in those seats, and I gave two craps about what the dude up there was saying. Let's just be real. I know there's about 50% of you in this room that don't care what I'm saying. I see it on your faces. I see you not even looking at me, or I see you talking. My prayer every single day, the moment I wake up, thank you, Justin, the moment that I wake up, I'm praying for each and every single one of you that God would grab your heart and begin to realign it to what he wants to do in your life. Because this generation, the generation that you're living in, is so wicked and so crazy, and they lie to you, your friends lie to you about what you need to do. But the thing that I love most about this, this job that I get to do is I get to stand here and I get to encourage you every single week to leave behind the pain and the burdens and to step foot into what God wants to do because God doesn't want you to be in pain. He doesn't want you to suffer. He doesn't want you to struggle. And sometimes it blows my mind that nobody would want to take that opportunity, that nobody would want to pursue that. And so this is a moment, they brought some pens and some pencils, and this is a moment that I want those who want to take it seriously to come up here. So if you don't want to do it, don't do it. But if you're like, man, I need strength, Josh. Bro, I don't, I don't know if I believe in what you're saying. I don't know if Jesus can take that away from me. I don't know if he can give me strength. I don't know. But if you're like, I just need strength, then you need to come up here and write something on this card, and you need to pin it to this board. And so right now, just you come up here, just right now, everybody, whoever wants to do it, whoever wants to be a part of it, you just come up here, you grab one, grab a pen, grab a pencil, find a spot, only if you're serious about it, though. Style the stage, figure out where you want to write it, and then there's going to be a whole bunch of these pins that I'm going to dump out right here. You're just going to take a pin, and you're just going to dump it. But I just want you to take about 30 seconds, a minute, whatever it is, grab a piece of paper, grab a pen, and just wait. If you have to, wait for a new pencil. But just take a moment for yourself. Don't talk to anybody. Don't, don't share this with anybody unless you want to. Let this just be a moment between you and God. If you need to, just wait for another pen. But hey, let's just talk to your, don't talk to anybody else. Okay. And then when you're done, you can just come over here, pin it on the board. I'll keep this from.
And if you took it back to your seat, you can come up whenever and just put it on the board. But I believe that for some of us, for some of you, my prayer is that this would be a powerful moment. See, some of these things, they seem a little corny, they seem a little foolish, they seem a little weird. But I believe what this is speaking through you and through me is that, man, I, I need strength. That I'm dealing with something, that I'm walking through something, that I'm going through something, and I just need help through whatever it is. Go ahead. And see, that's, that's what I love about this is that you can come up here, you can pin this to the board, and you can just leave it here. And just for, just so for everybody knows, we're all going through something. School, a lot of things on here is school. Depression and anxiety. There's so many things on this board that people are going through. And my heart is that you would take these things right here, the thing that you wrote on this card, that you would take it and you would bring it to God every day. That no matter what you're struggling with, no matter what you deal with, no matter what you go through, no matter how many times you may fall, no matter how many times you may hit a shoot, that God is gonna take you if you just keep playing the game. And so right now, I, before we go into small groups, I'm just gonna pray over these. I'm literally just gonna pray over them and then we're gonna go to our small groups and my small group leaders, they have some questions and we're just gonna break this apart even more. And we're just gonna talk about this even more. And so we, let's pray, come on. God, I just wanna thank you for this moment. The opportunity that we have to be able to pray and just come to you, God. And so, Lord, I just thank you for this moment. Lord, I thank you for everything that each person wrote on these cards. God, whatever it is that they're dealing with, whatever it is that they're walking through, whether it be friends, they need strength for, for school, with anxiety, depression, lustful thoughts. God, whatever it is that they're going through, I just pray that you begin to give them strength, Lord. Lord, that you begin to give them everything that they need, every step that they need, every move that they need to make, Lord, that they would be able to do it, God, that you would help them to stand back up and keep playing the game that you have put in front of them, God, that they would not grow weary, but yet they would see the strength that you have inside, that you have put inside of them, God. And so, Lord, we thank you for this moment. We thank you for this time, God. And I just pray as we go into small groups, as we go to discuss this more, that we would take that time seriously, God. And so, Lord, I just pray for a blessing over each and every single one of these students, Lord, that you would give them strength as they leave here, God, that when they go to school tomorrow, they would not forget what they got here tonight, but, Lord, that they would have strength through everything. So, Lord, we thank you and we praise you for everything that you're doing. And in Jesus' name, amen.